Hey guys, how's it going? This is DJ Zequel, uh from Exotic Studios uh, talking about living with Brayden. You guys heard the intro part on the podcast. We're talking about part two today or what happened when we found out or, you know, how we found out, so to speak. So basically what had happened is I had this job. It was a third shift job, right? Uh, seven days a week, Bridgestone. I'm, I'm sure you guys heard of Bridgestone tires, but I didn't make tires, you know, made made parts for cars anyways so i was third shifter working seven days a week and all of a sudden i get off of work you know my wife and the kids or or i should say my wife and the kid because at the moment it was only one uh was just chilling you know somewhere i forget i think it was at her mom's house and they had an appointment and i had to work so it made made more sense that way so um they called me back they called me it was like three or four p.m like i said i was just getting ready to go to bed i was a third shifter uh, they say no. They call me and it's like, hey, we think uh, brain has cancer. Get up to Michigan ASAP. Well, they were in Toledo supposedly. So first, I mean, I don't know if you guys know spots, locations, but I'll name off a couple of cities, towns. Uh, first, there was notice in Fostoria, Ohio. Then the Fostoria, Ohio, told us to go to Toledo, Ohio. And once we we're at Toledo, Ohio, then they told us to go to Ann Arbor, Michigan. And Ann Arbor, Michigan is where it all came down, right? So, here's me, finding out three, four, you know, my son has cancer. So, I'm here, Southwest Ohio. Gotta go to Ann Arbor, Michigan. You guys are going to Ann Arbor, Michigan. So, hop on good old 75 and get up there. You know, takes me hour, two hours to get up there. The music fam, I actually beat them getting up there, right? So, obviously a lot of emotions going into it. You know, my meet up with them. Uh, see what's going down. They tell me, you know, son has retinoblastoma and that it's about to be a long process, right? So we get checked in and, you know, we, we don't know what retinoblastoma. This is, you know, first of us finding out. So, I mean, now obviously we know. But at that time, it was what what the heck's going on? You know, my son, is, is he going to be alive? Is he going to be dead? What's going on? Because he was real fussy. And the reason he was fussy because, you know, he had this cancer we didn't know. So keep this in mind, parents. Take a picture of your child, and if you see white retina, bad eyes. I, I shouldn't say bad eyes, but cancerous eyes, because that's what happened with Brayden, is he had a white pupil um, in, in the cameras. We couldn't see it other than that, but it was in the cameras, and they think it was from, from day one. So anyways, we go, and we're at the Ann Arbor uh, Hospital, and one look at him from the specialist, and he gives us the two choices. One, you take it out. And you get rid of the cancer, or two, you keep the cancer, keep the eye, and fight with the chemo. Well, me and the wife's like, well, there's no point in doing this with chemo because this is gonna be a struggling process, a long process to keep two eyes, and you know, the, the eye's pretty much dead. So it's just one of those things where you take it out and it'll stop. You know what I mean? Take it everything out. So that's what we did. Um, that was a long process. It, you know, a couple hours. Uh, they had to set it up and get everything ready to go and he had to be put under and our minds and everything was just twirling around. So what happened during, see they got these little, these little, uh, po- uh I don't know what you want to call them, but uh, they send you notifications anywhere in the city. Uh, they're like pagers, yeah, pagers. And we have one specific one for Braden. So anything would happen, they would pay to say, come, right? So Brayden's in the operating room, 
you know, getting his eye taken out and all this that they have to do because, you know, he has cancer. And so the, me and the wife's like, hey, you know, we got to be ready, you know, our first child. So we go to Kroger, get ready for him to get out of his surgery, you know, hungry or whatever he needed. We had, we get a page at Kroger stating, get to the OR, like ASAP, like, oh no, something happened. And so this Kroger that we went to was like on the other side. So here's me bomb racing through Ann Arbor, Michigan to get back to the hospital just for us, us to, to be told that they're starting the operation. You know, they were prepping, pre- preparation and getting everything adjusted and he had to be under and all these things. And all they did was tell us that he was about to be officially operated on. Um, yeah, scared of shitless. After that, we went back to the hotel, chilled. Um, finally got a message, uh, whole operation maybe took two two and a half hours not very long um then we obviously we went to the recovery room uh the or uh, or is operating room recovery room whatever that is rm (laughs) i don't know anyways the recovery room uh waking up and everything went swimmingly uh i I only remember like the key points i remember like the off-ramp points of it Really, it was just so traumatizing, and everything just happened so quickly. When these times, like, I get the wife on here to speak on the podcast, you know, like, I just want people to hear, because all these things go through my mind, like, what could I have done as a parent to prevent him from getting cancer? Because you just, like I said in the previous episode, um, you just look with your one eye closed and just see how rough it is to see, and it's just, it's different, and he just, he acts like a normal kid. You know, you would never notice he only has one eye. Everybody else, he, you know, he plays with well and gets what, like his cousins. He plays with them all, you know, plays with them all the time. He acts like a normal child. You would never guess. But living with Brayden is definitely different, you know. Going from being a single child to having a sister now, having to share, having to get things done, um, figuring out what he's going to do for schooling and just every day. He's definitely a daddy's boy, so... Um, this has definitely been a blast talking about part two of living with Brayden. I kind of want to keep these short because I don't like being long-winded. Um, yeah, so I know there's parents out there who have uh, extremities with their, with their children. And I definitely uh, encourage you to make videos, make TikTok, whatever you feel is necessary to get the story told about your, you know, wh- whoever in your life is, is having these encounters like for me it's my son you know for you and maybe your spouse or maybe this or whatnot you know because like i I said before i got so many of these things going through my head and you know now with willow and having two kids you know i want to be the best father and make sure my kids are are the you know most healthiest they they can be and with brayden just living like a regular kid with one eye it's definitely amazing so at one point I even contacted TLC to see if they could do something, but I haven't heard back. So I'm hoping to do these podcasts or YouTube or something and get the attention. So this is part two, uh, Living with Brayden. If you guys have any questions, concerns, or just want to hang out, feel free to get a hold of me. So thank you very much, and this is Living with Brayden, part two.